0: Welcome to Faithful Doubt. My name is Jordan. Welcome to our first episode. If you're new to this page, wondering what we're going to be doing on this page, uh, it's right in the word, right in the title, Faithful Doubt. And a lot of times throughout my life, I've heard that faith and doubt are polar opposites, and if you have doubt, you must not have faith. And I strongly disagree with that. I think uh, a lot of times doubts lead. To a strong faith, and when we kind of push them uh, down under the surface or hide from the doubts or questions we have, that leads to a weaker faith a lot of times. Uh, so, point of this the, the 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 point of this whole page is each week we're going to look at uh, doubts or questions that people may have about God, about Christianity, about the Bible. Very important questions, very tough questions that I don't have all the answers to, but I think as a Christian. it it should matter to uh, me, it should matter to all Christians to examine why we believe what we believe, Um, and it should also matter to us uh, to examine why other people believe what they believe. And through discussion and reason, and uh, uh, healthy discussion and reason, by the way, uh, maybe we can come to uh, an understanding or the truth or an answer um, to one of these questions or doubts. And so my, my hope is that you would be moved um, from the emptiness of doubt to the fullness of faith. Um, I'm not trying to win an argument. I'm not trying to convert anyone uh, through this process. The the point here is to examine why we believe what we believe and just have good discussion uh, with one another. Uh, This is part of living in community Um, as Christians and non-Christians. We should be able to have these discussions with one another in a healthy way. Uh, So this page is very much for just anyone of any background or belief. Uh, But for Christians, uh, I hope this is somehow edifying to you and your discipleship. I hope you learn something um, when it comes to talking to your friends or strangers or family about God and what their questions are. Um, So uh, I'm going to go off my personal experience throughout these episodes, uh, kind of looking at how people have approached me when they have these questions um and so for the next month or so we're gonna we're gonna start with what i like to call the five w's um i tend to receive uh very similar questions from both non-christians and christians alike uh and and to simplify it the five w's we all learned them in elementary school uh who what when why and where um i can't remember if those are in order or not but uh you get the point (laughs) The five W's. So, again, kind of oversimplifying the questions, but they tend to boil down to this. A lot of people ask, who is God? Uh, why are we here? Where did creation happen or start? And and when did it start? Um, oh, and sorry. Uh, the, the other one I receive a lot of is, what is it all about? Meaning life, uh, meaning the Bible. Uh, but a lot of times I receive, what is the book of Genesis all about? Since since we're talking about uh, where did creation start? Uh, when did it start? Why are we here? Uh, who is God? What What better way to start than with the book of Genesis? Now, the book of Genesis is contra- controversial to a lot of people. Uh, I think it prevents a lot of people from uh, having faith in God or becoming a Christian. And, and you know, there's a lot of important questions and doubts that people have about the book of Genesis, and I don't think we can ignore them. Um I've wrestled with several of these questions myself, of course, and I continue to wrestle with. Uh, But when we look at the book of Genesis, it's important to start with the definition of the word, I think. Uh, Genesis is a Greek word translated um, from the Hebrew Bible uh, or the Pentateuch, meaning the five books. Uh, It's translated uh, into Greek, from Greek into English as origin. So Genesis is the origin of all things. Um, The Hebrew title uh, is is translated uh, in the beginning, which is obviously the first phrase of the book. So, uh, and real quick, Pentateuch, five books, the uh, Hebrew five books: uh, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Um, that's what that means. So, that's kind of what uh, that's that's what I think important to start there. Uh, next, you you got to look at the author and the date. Anytime you read. A source, those are important things to look at. Now, this is where this is immediately where people have a lot of issues because we don't know the author and we don't know the date of, of the book of Genesis. And um, that's just something we have to accept. Uh, the, traditionally, the uh, commonly held belief about the author is that Moses wrote the book of Genesis. Um, we know, uh, well, we seem to have better evidence that Moses wrote. The other four books in the Pentateuch, um, it's ascribed to Moses in those books. So it makes sense to describe um, Moses as the author of Genesis, but we don't know for sure. Uh, As far as the date, we we obviously don't know that either. Up until about the 19th or 20th centuries, um, uh, the the date of Genesis was commonly held to be around like 1500 B.C. to 1900 B.C., somewhere in there. Um, and then around the 19th or 20th century, people started critical, uh, scholars started criticizing that that view. And so now we, we have all these other views and theories that perhaps Genesis was written 400 BC, or even after Jesus, or it's been continuously updated throughout time. And so we, we have a lot of issues with authorship and date, and uh, obviously can't run away from those. Um, but, uh, should that prevent us from learning from the book? Um, should that prevent us from learning about God and knowing who God is? I, I don't think, um, I, I, I don't find it reasonable to say that we can't we can't trust it, uh, that we can't trust the book of Genesis as a source of learning about who God is and why we're here, just because we don't know the author and the date. Uh, again, I'm not saying those aren't important questions or doubts to have um but i don't know that it should for me in my life it doesn't prevent me from learning from the book of genesis it may in your life and that's why we're here let's discuss that why should that be so important um that it stops you from from becoming a christian uh we'll discuss that some other time let's keep moving here um so we have the authorship and the date those are those are big questions uh but that kind of leads into this question: Is Genesis an historical account? Is it a scientific account of creation? What, or is it, uh, is it just kind of some literary device, uh, you know, story form to to just kind of know about um, God? Um, what what is it? Well. If we look in any in the ordinary language, uh, history simply refers to uh, an account of events that the author believes to have happened. Right? Uh, if you look out throughout history, there are stories, um, stories and accounts of what's what's happened from eyewitnesses or secondhand accounts. Uh, history, the label itself, uh, makes no comment about whether the account is complete, unbiased free from divine activity uh, or in strict chronological sequence um, or with or without figurative and imaginative elements within it um, so is it a historical account i actually think it's more helpful to look at genesis as a historical account of creation uh, a historical account of why we're here and who created us rather than the scientific account, which seems to be the commonly held uh, question and doubt that people have nowadays about Genesis is it doesn't line up with modern day science. Um, and of course, when you look at uh, the science aspect of Genesis, you have a lot of, lot of issues, um, beginning with the seven days of creation. Uh, I'm sure most of us have had this question asked of us, we've probably had this question ourselves. but what is the, the, the day uh, what what does each day represent of creation? Um, and there's a lot of different views on this. You have the calendar day, uh, like a literal day of twenty four hours. Uh, you have the day age theory, which says each day is a geological age within the earth. You have the uh, analogical theory which says that each day is uh, analogous to the work day. For humans, and so uh, it's uh, analogous to God's workday. Um, you have uh, the literary framework, where it's just kind of a way to explain how creation came about, and then you have the gap theory, and you have you have all these theories that, uh, again, I don't have time to get into. Would love to discuss them at some other time, but uh, those are scientific questions of a historical account or of just a story, um, and uh, I. In my opinion, when I have these discussions, I always you know get to the point of, well, do we really think that someone three, four, five thousand years ago, however long ago it was, do we really think that they understood modern day science and that they would write in those terms? Of course not. They would either verbally pass down um, the account of Genesis uh, or they would write it down in, in terms that they understood, right? which meant that they didn't understand modern day science. So I don't know that that's helpful to look at Genesis. I don't think it's the way it's intended to be looked at, looked at either. Um, So again, kind of recapping what I just said, I think it's important that we look at Genesis as a historical account. Um, It was written by someone um, and uh, uh, that kind of goes into the genre of, of, of Genesis. It's primarily a collection of what we call hero stories. Uh, we have these throughout history, by the way. This is not unique to scripture. Um, these are tales that focus on a character, centralized around a character um, that either portrays morals or um, helps us identify and sympathize with someone. Um, so if that's, if that's the case, what is, what is Genesis all about? This is the theme of Genesis. This is so important. Um, whenever you're reading any book in the Bible, but especially Genesis, we have to remember that it's all about one person. It's not about us, it's not uh, It's not about Adam, it's not about Moses, or, sorry, it's not about Abraham or Noah. Um, it's about one person and that is Jesus, who is God. Uh, chapter three of Genesis, after we see the fall of Adam and Eve um, and sin is entered into the world through their uh, rebellion against God, the serpent who uh, God is talking to tells him his, he, he, it's almost as if God can't wait to explain how he's going to defeat uh, sin and, and death and Satan and chapter three. He's so, he, he, he is, he begins to reveal that through Eve, there is a plan for redemption. There will be a savior. There will be someone who will return creation to its original uh, intent, the way God intended it to be. And so that person is Jesus, right? We see throughout the book of Genesis uh, that through from Eve to Seth, to Noah, to Abraham, to Isaac, to Jacob, to th- through all these important characters, God continues to promise there will be someone, there will be a Messiah, there will be a Savior one day that will redeem all of creation and reconcile uh, everyone and everything to me and the way I intended it to be. And so when we read Genesis, it's not necessarily, I, I I don't think the question should be, what is it all about? The question should be, who is it all about? Uh, and so it, it who is it? It's God it's Jesus and so next week uh, we're gonna we're gonna look more into that question of who is God right um, so when we when whenever we have discussions with people don't we can't just ignore these questions that these are huge questions these are um, huge doubts that people may have that may prevent them from knowing Jesus but Uh, It's so important that we engage in an honest discussion and say, you know, I don't have all the answers. Uh, I don't know who wrote Genesis. I don't know when it was written. Um, I don't know how long the day was in the seven days of creation. I I don't know how animals and I don't know the I don't know the scientific process of how animals and, and plants and everything came into being. All I know is this. I know the person, I know the the one who did it all, the one who created it all. He may have used um, different various uh, scientific processes to bring about creation. Um, We'll we'll get into that some other time too. Uh, But again, reading Genesis, I think it's important to read it as a historical account rather than scientific. And instead of asking, what is it about? We should be asking, who is it about? And everything in the book of Genesis, everything throughout scripture, points to one person and that is Jesus the Son of God. If you have questions, if you have doubts uh, yourself or if you want to see something else discussed, uh, please comment below and uh, we'll have another video next week and um, tom- uh, uh, tomorrow we'll actually end up having a discussion time uh, about the questions you may have about this week. Thanks for joining us. I uh, hope to see you guys next time. Again, my name is Jordan and welcome to Faithful Doubt.